Hey, horror fans, if you are enjoying our podcast, please subscribe on Spotify or iTunes and give us a great rating. It'll help spread the word. Thank you. Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Katie. And this is I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. A horror movie podcast. Welcome. We are talking about The Ring tonight. Welcome, listeners. There's more than four now. I saw we have five. At least 32. I don't know. Two, and they're not all two. friends. Which is they're not one. all of my friends and family. Two friends. I think we're up to 250, which wow. is exciting. And they are definitely not all my friends. I don't even know that many people. But um, welcome. New and old or like OG friends and family who've been listening. <laughs> we are talking about The Ring tonight, but first let's dive into what's new with you. What's new with you, uh, Katie? I get to go first. Sure. Um, that's an excellent question. Well, everybody's out for summer vacation, and I have no idea what to do with all of our time. But I think the big thing that's new with me that I haven't even told you guys yet is um, I took a job Having at the kids' school for next fall. Oh. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. That's way different than having a baby. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I wouldn't sound so happy if I was having a baby. I'd be like, oh, no. oh God, help me. You did a job. That's yeah. Well, I got, you know, I got super um, kind of like emotional with Tommy graduating from the school. We've been, I've been at the school for like nine years. I'm like the 200 plus hour volunteer every year, like just really involved. And I was like, Grace is only going to be there for two more years. And then after that, I'm not going to have a reason to just wander around and stick my nose in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, because I, you know, spend a lot of time there and communicate with a lot of the different staff, I was aware of an aide that was looking for a different position at a different school. Um, and so when I found out that she was taking it, I, you know, contacted the principal and was like, hey, so I'm like, give be, me that job, like, give me that sweet job. Um, sweet. but it pay is, me, pay me tens of dollars <laughs> to legitimately be here. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, I am excited because I haven't like, I've been at home with the kids for over 14 years. Like when mm-hmm. I, when I say it like that, it's, it's 14 Years. Ten plus four. Ten plus four. It's like... Way to do your base tens, Lorena. (laughs) And then your single unit. I know. Can you tell I'm a teacher? (laughs) (laughs) But the nice thing is that because it was their school and I, you know, I know the staff, I know the administration, they know me, they know like what my skills are and, and what my talents are. And so that even though I had a lack of like experience in a traditional sense all of the time and work that I've actually done at that specific school kind of made up for it Mm -hmm. um yeah so I'll be the um teacher's aide for the fifth and sixth grades next year that's exciting that's exciting oh and I forgot to mention we have our sometimes drop-in special guest (laughs) oh very very only when we're really good does she show Um, up yeah she graces us with her her presence Lorena Lorena What's that? What's new with you? Oh my God! What's new? Rescuing so, people, yeah, well, from their brains. I don't know. Rescuing crazy people—that that's actually the easiest part of my day. Um, I have a new puppy. Oh my God! Uh, yes, we did <laughs> manage to get another dog from some stranger down the street. It's our second one, and he is a handful. 
Also, school is done. Oh, my goodness. Finally, school is done. Kids are at home. And I don't know what to do with them. I truly have no idea what to do with them. So I'm going to send them hard, to work. Hard labor. Uh, yeah. That's what or we're doing. Just show them all the scary movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why. No, I'm sending them to work. They're going to work with their dad. And hopefully they'll learn something or at least make some money so I can charge them rent. That would be nice. <laughs> uh, That's the end is, game. Since you say they can't leave, uh, they need to right. at least uh, pay See, rent. See, you know, it's like, go, pay rent, stay with me. I love you. I hate you. That is just my life. Um, also, California's open, so it's kind of weird to see a lot of people without a mask. Yeah, I know. It's really odd, but... I haven't honestly seen that many people Well, yeah, because, masks. I mean, I don't know about, Pacific, like, San Francisco. It's like, quote-unquote, California's open. San Francisco's like, no, you still need a mask everywhere. They still look at you kind of weird. <laughs> you like, can't go in anywhere or do everyone, anything without Yeah, everyone's it. like, what are yeah. you doing yeah. to the person, the one person? And I'm so used to not having to put on my face to go to work because you just put a mask. And I'm like, oh, God, now I actually have to get up early and put... Some effort. Now I have Besides to tweeze comb. my mustache. I know. I <laughs> comb my hair. I'm like, but it's Why? been coming in so nicely. It's so it's silky. So full. Silky and full. <laughs> oh, my goatee. What am I going to play with when I'm thinking now? I know. Now people are going to actually see my face. And then I'm going to be like, why are you so bitchy? I don't know. Yeah. I need a mask. That's just my face. And I used to look so nice and affable with but my face. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can make yeah. smiley eyes a lot better than I can make smiley mouth. It's yeah. so much easier. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm smiling. No, you're not. Yeah. I am. You don't You're know like, that I'm not. You don't exactly. know that I'm not. This is like a nice uh, secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are my secret emotions. You'll never know. <sighs> so what's new with Meredith? Uh, I got a job. And you're pregnant. You're right. Go, please. Somebody has no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm drinking, dog is I'm be drinking a sip, it's a few boy. sips of wine, so <laughs> yeah. let's hope not. No, I... Um, I is accept. that your birth control procedure? The few yes. sips of wine? It's well, I'm wine. Just saying, no, I... Uh, <laughs> I accepted a position for second grade teacher here yeah, in I love town. It. I'm excited. And... I'm basically starting a new classroom from scratch, so no stress there. Like Not I at don't, all. I don't have anything. Not at all. You have <laughs> so, no, all the time in the world to prepare. Yeah, I cleaned up the classroom for fourth grade, and then turned in my keys, and literally the next day got my keys for the new, awesome. completely empty classroom. So on Monday, I'm, I'm, I made a date to level books with my friend, who's a first grade teacher, <laughs> and uh, I've aside from that, I've been playing a lot of video games. Well. There's nothing or, else Well, World of Warcraft, basically, because yeah. there's a new expansion. You said and, that. Um, yes. That takes up a lot of time, and I have to do that because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's right. really important, guys. Quit looking at me like I, that. I am actually, I have no idea what you said, but yes, it's very important. <laughs> I expansions, just the my new fire words. spell. It's like, I'm not listening, but I feel gear. you. <laughs> I know what you're going through. I yes. play a warlock, and it's really, it's intense. I st- change specs, okay? It's a lot of stress. <laughs> These words sound familiar by talking to the boys, but I have no idea what they mean. But it's yes. okay. We can talk. We can talk about it. Yeah, we can still so. be friends. We don't. Yes, we just have to stick to scary movies. So I have a I question know, right? for you: Are you ready for the second graders and their cooties? No. Well, we're gonna. They're gonna. I think they have to wear masks still Good. next year. Yeah. That's the plan. We do. And then I'm gonna wear masks. I have soap already. Good. Collected in mm-hmm. my garage. 
for um, sure like the nice soap. Just spray them the all in the face soap. with Lysol every time they walk in. I know. I'm room. like, we are mm-hmm. going to wash hands before a snack. We're going to wash hands when we come back in. We're washing hands before lunch. We're washing hands when we come back. Yeah, <laughs> second graders are big time nose pickers, too. Oh, for yes. sure. Yeah. And yes. what do you do with that booger? I'm like, hey. Right, right in the mouth. Take that mouth. mask mouth. that you've been Hope using. it's not in your neighbor's mouth. Mouth. <laughs> I know. Is you? Is it me? Go outside for a mask break. Here's a new mask. I see you're picking your nose with your mask. <laughs> how are you even executing that? that I don't happening? know how that works. Talent. I just saw you do it. I'm like, that's amazing, but also go wash your hands. <laughs> that is talented. I'm going to give you a gold star when you come back with your clean hands. I know. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. What was <laughs> that? But go wash your hands. <laughs> oh, it's Baxter. It's, it's Baxter. It's talking amazing. about You eat a whole wheel of cheese. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even angry. Okay. Okay. So we are talking about the ring. I did the synopsis this this time around. Um, hopefully, it'll be kind of short and sweet, but it kind of. I mean, it's a hefty movie, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to dive into a few like little tidbit, like uh, interesting facts. Um, so it's a 2002 The Ring, directed by Gore Verbinski, who's only done. Well, he's done a lot of things, but Pirates he, of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> and Rango. So Rango, I wrote, oh, that that other Johnny Depp, where he's a yes. gecko, yeah, he's a gecko. Or a lizard, yes. But <laughs> he also, I was like, not really, super. not really horror films. He directed a lot of like music videos for like No Effects and Bad Religion and other stuff. Oh, wow. But I'm like, he's not a horror guy, and I yeah. think that's his only like yeah. delve into that I wonder how genre. Uh, what got him attached to the project then? Uh-huh. I really don't know, but so it's starring Naomi Watts. Martin Henderson plays Noah. Uh, Naomi Watts is, of course, the main character. And uh, I'll dive into the synopsis if it's been a while since you've seen it. Um, the movie opens with two teenage best friends, Katie and Becca, hanging out at Katie's house alone one uh, rainy Seattle night. They're talking about rumors and various topics as they discuss what to watch on TV. Becca and Katie are talking about a legend of a tape that is cursed, and whoever watches it dies seven days later. Katie then claims that she watched a tape with friends at a cabin called uh, Shelter Mountain Inn one week ago, and Becca thinks she's joking, but unfortunately, Katie's not. And then she, Katie's Amber Tamblyn, and she doesn't joke. I mm-hmm. love Amber Tamblyn. She's amazing. Strange aside, but I love her. Anyway, and but... Um, like she tragically dies that night, and they, you, as a viewer, you're not really sure what causes her death. Uh, and then at Katie's funeral, Rachel, um, who's Naomi Watts, uh, is her aunt, and is asked by her sister um, because she's a reporter to investigate her her daughter's death. So she agrees to look into it. Uh, Rachel is also a single mom to Aiden, her son, who is who was close with Katie and mourns the loss of his cousin. Rachel discovers that all of Katie's friends who watched the tape. Um, they had the same fate as Katie dying on that same evening. Rachel travels to the cabin where Katie and company stayed to see if she can find some answers. Rachel, while she's checking into the cabin, she sees a homemade tape on the shelf and takes it. She views the tape and receives a call from an unknown caller that says, Seven days. Rachel asks her ex-boyfriend to look into the tape. He's kind of like a photojournalist type person. Um, and he views it. Um, she then begins to experience strange things she, that happened to her. Uh, she sees things, always seeing a girl in a soaking wet dress and long black hair. 
Rachel and Noah discover where the uh, some of the strange images from the movie or the TV, excuse me, originated, like um, from a horse breeder named Anna Morgan, who took her own life after all of her horses drowned themselves. Then Aiden watches the tape, which Rachel is horrified by because she isn't really sure how to stop the curse. And Noah will finally admit that he has been also experiencing some weird things, too. He was being stubborn and didn't really want to admit that these things were happening to him also. So the two of them then travel to Muscogee Island uh, to speak to Anna's widower and to find out more information. Um, On the way there, Rachel, on on a ferry, Rachel approaches the horse. I'm really not sure why. And the horse flips out and then jumps off the ferry, drowning itself. Um, Horses, am I right? (laughs) Horses, am I right? (laughs) Well, I'm like, why would you? Okay, anyway. so (laughs) It was a rare swimming horse. I know. So Noah goes to a psychiatric hospital. (laughs) Uh, Rachel talks to Anna's widower. They both find out about Samara, who's Anna's adopted daughter. She had a gift where she could mentally show images and etch mental images onto surfaces. Anna's widower, however, however, denies that he even has a daughter and just refuses to discuss the to discuss the matter. She goes to talk to the town doctor who tells Rachel about Anna's inability to have children. Uh, so then she adopted Samara. The doctor recommended to Anna that Samara be admitted to the psychiatric hospital and assumes that she's still at the hospital. Rachel returns to the horse farm where she kind of sneaks in and she's able to watch a video of Samara experiencing wakefulness at all hours and telling Mm. the doctor she can't control her own powers. And, and that she doesn't really want to even. Uh, Anna's widower then confronts her she, uh, and he yells at Rachel that his wife wasn't supposed to even have a child. And then he commits suicide because he can see that Samara is still around and somehow is still able to hurt people. Now at a loss um, and with only like one lead that takes Rachel and Noah back to the cabins, Rachel's able to locate a well under the cabin. She gets knocked into the well. Did I mention it's her seventh day? And she sees a vision of Samara in a field near a well, humming to herself. Her mother approaches with Samara's back to her. She takes a plastic bag and suffocates Samara and then throws her down the well. Rachel discovers that Samara wasn't dead when she was thrown into the well, and she lived for seven days until she died. Rachel and Noah are able to actually call for help and get Samara a proper burial. The following morning, Rachel wakes to find uh, with Aiden and tells him all is well, and Samara is now safe. Aiden, Aiden is perplexed and asks, why did you help her? Revealing his injured and marked arm, uh, which Rachel also had as well from Samara, grabbing the arm and etching her handprint into the arm as a burn. Uh, Meanwhile, it's been seven days for Noah, and at his house, his TV turns on on its own. Then the tape begins to play on his TV. Samara is seen crawling out of the well, and then crawls out of the television, killing Noah. Rachel's really not sure what to do to save Aiden, and then she realizes that she made a copy and she showed it to someone who was Noah, um, and that she has to make a copy um, and show it to someone to pass the curse on for Aiden, have him do it. At the end, Aiden says, what's going to happen to the person we show this to? And she doesn't answer. Mm -hmm. And then that's the end of the movie. Hmm. So here are some interesting, a few interesting facts after the when the movie was released on DVD, two million DVD copies were released in twenty four hours. 
um, cursed the cursed movie or tape was given to American and Canadian audiences, and I remember a few of my friends got that tape. So, like when they went also. to see it in the theater, it was like passed out to theater goers. Yes, that's awesome. And I was like, that would have been so awesome to have and like keep it, but like really, who has a tape player anymore? Exactly. But I still have one in storage. It probably doesn't work though. Yeah, it'll incinerate when you plug it back right, in. Yeah, <laughs> it'll immediately explode. <laughs> I also forgot, um, so here's um, a deleted scene I thought was interesting. When Rachel and Noah return to the cabins, uh, the shelter in, and there's a sign, it's a deleted scene, and it said closed until further notice. And Noah uh, sees a boat floating behind the cabins and takes the rope and pulls it into the dock. And the innkeeper is dead inside, and he looks like he had also died from the curse unfortunately um the ring is what samara saw when she looked up from the bottom of the well which is the ring and that also signifies the cyclical nature of the curse also um the actor who plays samara had to cover her eyes when she eventually watched the movie because seeing herself in the makeup and everything was just so terrifying to the actress which i thought was kind of funny and then the viral marketing which i can talk about Later. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I want to cover my eyes when I look in the mirror, and I'm not so even in a horror movie. Mm-mm. You can't even blame her, really. But um, yeah, really, that's the. I mean, that is the ring. In a nutshell. In a nutshell, <laughs> very short and sweet. Um, I mean, sure, there's probably things I skipped over, but I don't know. I mean, I wasn't yeah. gonna say anything, but you know, there are a few things like Becca oh. in the mental hospital who can't even look at a TV yeah. and. Yeah. Um, all that, but or about the the fact that Becca and Katie are still sitting around in their school uniforms at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, what was that? No, you're not gonna do that. <laughs> Maybe it was like four thirty, but it's just so dark in Seattle that you assume it's no. Because she died at ten. Ten p.m. Oh, that's all, right. of, all of them died at ten p.m. Oh, that's true. Because it's when they watched school. it. That's what it was. Night school. <laughs> it was night. They're getting ready for night court. They were for night school. That was it. Go figure. Yeah. So, Lorena did some uh, some research a little bit on some what Samara's yeah like her gift. So it was it's so it really interesting. Well, actually, it was scary first. Yeah. Oh, want to do scary first? Yeah. What? Okay. So let's do. Lorena, did this movie scare you? Of course it did, and actually, it's like I think it's a classic. Isn't like the ring a classic? Like it is a classic movie. I love it. I think it was super scary, and I screamed my eyes out (laughs) over and over. Did any scenes like resonate with you? Where you're like, oh, what the hell? Like that's that's like so weird. Or what did you think the scariest moment of the whole movie was? The whole tape. I mean, of course, to me it was like the tape itself. Just Mm like the it's this whole black and white scenes that don't really make sense but then they're so fast that I think it's your mind that actually makes you more scared because it was like did I just see that did I imagine that and then everything just keeps on coming it's so fast and of course that by the time that we watch it it, the time that I watched it was the very first time that I ever seen anything like that right I mean Mm. the ring was the first one of the first Japanese horror movies that made it you know that did the remake here in the in the United States so I, I loved that it was really good I still have nightmares. <laughs> pushing boundaries. Mm. Totally pushing Definitely. boundaries. Yeah. And I still need to dress up as Samara for Halloween. That's well, you're going to have to grow your hair out. No, girl, it's just a wig. It's not a wig. Just a long <laughs> wig. Just a <laughs> Yeah. What about you? Terrifying. Did it scare you? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it scared the shit out of me. So oh. I, uh, you know, my entire childhood loved scary movies, loved Stephen King, blah, blah, blah. This movie came out when I was about 20. I was probably maybe 21 mm-hmm. when I saw it. And after I saw it, I said, I'm never watching a scary movie again. <laughs> so I had, I'm, glad, um, I'm glad you decided to. <laughs> and I didn't it. even see it in the theater. Like, I was um I was living in the inner sunset, and mm-hmm. I went and watched it at my friend. She was like renting a room with like three other SF State students, oh. and we had this like tiny, janky little uh, bo- tube television, and we rented a video of, of the Ring from Le Video, and mm-hmm. um. I had gone over to her place and we watched it and then I was going home at night and of course had to park like seven blocks from our apartment and just walking from the car to the apartment. I was so terrified. And then it was probably like a week before I could like get in bed at night and close my eyes and not immediately need to open them again Mm -hmm. and like make sure that there was nothing in the room or anything like that. I was so so frightened mm-hmm. and that's actually why to this day I haven't seen the grunge movies because like you're saying mm-hmm. this was the first like Japanese remake that's mm-hmm. kind of started that tidal wave mm-hmm. well so the grunge came out you've never seen the grunge no because uh, it came out shortly after, after the ring yeah. when I was sworn off of horror movies mm-hmm. and you're like that so perfectly scared the shit out of me I don't think I need to see any more yeah, from like that, was, that I'm, I'm done situation <laughs> yeah and honestly I can't remember how long it lasted or what scary movie I re-entered on I just remember being like nope that's it I don't want I don't want to live like this anymore so you don't remember what you like finally really got <laughs> no I don't I mean I might be able to like look at the you know the dates and the years and and maybe make an educated guess. Maybe it was a revisit to something you'd already watched. Probably before. it's possible. And probably then like, during Halloween, it's not so bad. you always do your Halloween remake. Watch yeah, movies, probably. Yeah, that's possible. possible. Mm-hmm. Something you were like already kind of comfortable with. Yeah. And then it just yeah. Once. <laughs> but I think the thing that once was... I'm out, you pull me back in. <laughs> yeah, it was Godfather Three. That's yes. what got me back in the movie. Think I'm out. But no, I think that um, the reason, one of the reasons that this scared me so much, and when I think of this type of, um, because the the visuals is what usually sticks with me Mm -hmm. and really scares me, not always necessarily the concepts or the ideas of a scary movie, but the actual images that get, and I mean, maybe it's, I'm a visual person or Mm -hmm. something like that, but um, like the the jerky stuttering movement, like those kinds of things, like it was big in Gothica too. Then you want and so that kind of stuff, like that image gets in my brain and I can't really shake it. And so I feel like the ring was just full mm-hmm. of images like that, like spot shots. And they were usually pretty brief because you're saying in the actual yeah. tape, like it's just going from image to image to image. But even like when you first see dead Katie's face at the be- uh, in the closet, so you only see it for a split second. Yeah. And it's so scary. And then it's and just I gone. And I can visually... Yeah. Pull it mm-hmm. up in my mind right now. Right now, because mm-hmm. it's so impactful, even though it was just there for a second. Mm-hmm. And so that, that I and think, was Noah. what made it so scary for me. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah. That and then also that, that horse thing on the ferry. I thought that was pretty freaking... So jarring. Weird. And, like, because that was, like, not even a scary movie. Like, that was just a thing that happened. And that could happen, uh, you know, anyway. And it was not prepared. Like, you know, it was just a scene with horror movies. Sometimes, you know, you get the setup, either the lighting or the muse. That one mm-hmm. was just like, what yeah. the hell happened? And, and then just yes. the image of, like, the horse going over the side. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's so incongruous. And, and it was like, like what, what, what just what happened? happened? Did I miss something? <laughs> I was like, okay, hold my hand. It just, yeah. yeah, that was, I think. And also, I always go back to the fact that that was the... 
that was the first time that we were actually mm-hmm. introduced to everything in that movie, right? The jerky movements, mm-hmm. the Samara. Yeah. You know, because you kind of like have, you know, before that you have your serial killer, your, you know, your Jasons, mm-hmm. your Freddies, and all those little things. But that was just like brand new. Mm-hmm. We never this seen it. This is a curse. Yeah. yeah. It was in the little, you know, jerky movement, everything. It was just so new. I, I really well, that, that. I was trying to remember or imagine, like... When you were seeing it for the first time, mm-hmm. um, did was there any ever a point when you really thought be, that Samara was just a victim? Of course. Yeah, the whole time. See, I did not... Meredith didn't. didn't. Meredith knew she was yeah, evil no. all along. <laughs> I, I just didn't. No, I, I really Because now it it's was... like she is she is the evil creature. Like, yeah, everybody recognizes her as an icon of being evil. Mm-hmm. But when the movie was new, yeah. you didn't have that yet. And, you, and it was supposed to be this revelation at the end that she was actually not the victim, that mm-hmm. she was the evil... And it was supposed to be like, oh, what? Yeah. And but that is the twist. It's, it's really hard to. You thought she was yeah. sympathetic. Yeah, like character. I don't, I can't imagine or remember feeling like falling for that. You know, it, it, toward the beginning, because mm-hmm. she, even when she was supposed to be a victim, she was still so creepy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, you were well, still kind of scared of her. <laughs> She's like, I know, and I'm sorry. sorry. I'm like, and you're like, sorry. ooh. Yeah. You're like, you don't seem sorry. Yeah, go live in the top of the barn, freak. (laughs) I mean, okay, the logistics of that, you know, just going all the way to the top of the barn on that staircase, I was like, uh uh. (laughs) You know, I was thinking, how does she come down for breakfast? Yeah, like do they lunch. bring the food up? She lives off. Oh, there was a dumb waiter. <laughs> they just throw it at her. Oh, they sorry. At her. If you catch it, you catch <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Eat, eat your oats. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was cereal? The poor they would throw the milk. And like, oh, oats. no. I want a bagel. Sorry, cereal today. <laughs> I want a bagel. <laughs> I can catch it. You know, give me something round. <laughs> I need some more for the ring. <laughs> I want only ring shaped food. <laughs> Cheerios and bagels. Oh, Cheerios and food. <laughs> no milk. No, no milk. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, did you think it was scary? I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that always goes without saying because yes. I have a cold heart and I don't get scared. But I did, when I first watched it, it scared the shit out of me. It did. Mm-hmm. I went and saw it with, I mean, I was in college. I was like 19 or something. And I went with friends. And my friend was, it was like, I think in the summer that came out. Maybe? I don't remember. Very edgy remember. for a scary movie. <laughs> I th- well, no, I, I think summer like, and October. I feel two. like she was like, my friend was in town because um, she was like, went to college out of state and then she was there and back in in dallas for that summer and so i was like let's go see the scary movie she's like hey scary movies i was like it'll be fine and then we go see it with our friends and now you're not friends anymore (laughs) (laughs) we're still friends but i was like i dropped her off at home and i was driving and it was like in the night it was like 12 30 and i was driving and i was like getting that weird pit in your stomach where you just mm-hmm. saw something really jarring and freaky. And I, I went in my apartment and it was like silent, all dark. Mm-hmm. My roommate was asleep. I went to my room. There's my television. I was like, <laughs> like run by it <laughs> quickly. Smash wash my it face, with a bat. Smash it with a bat. <laughs> and then towel. go to sleep. And then, <sighs> okay. But I was, I remember being like more like interested in it 
as the days went on, like that, that was really good. Yeah. But it jarred me for the that night. And if a movie does that, then it'll probably make everyone else go to the mental hospital mm-hmm. possible. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but like be very scared. So was it scarier for you because of the experience that you had as part of their viral marketing? Okay, so I forgot to mention, yeah. So um, when I watched it in the movie, then I recognized it Mm. from the viral marketing. But one night before the movie actually came out, they had this, like, viral marketing, which was on my, like, interesting tidbits that... um, played the curse video kind of randomly intermittently in the night on different channels um, with no like indication that it was an ad for like a movie. So I was, my boyfriend at the time was like asleep. I was just like up, it was like really late, 2 a.m. Remember I'm in college, so that's like, I'm a night night person. And I was like watching different, uh, like some show, I can't remember. And Randomly, that video popped up and played for, like, minutes. And then it just, like, next commercial came on. And I was, like, looking around. No one was awake. I was by myself. And I was, like, did I just have a stroke? Or, like, (laughs) it's just, like... Did I just... (laughs) No one even was here to witness this crazy, crazy shit. And I didn't even know what I just saw. And you went to bed. Then I went to bed and I was like, that was the weirdest thing. And the next morning, I remember telling my boyfriend at the time, I was like, I saw this weird thing. It was like a weird short, like little video. Uh, and it was all black and white and it had like fingernails being like and nails like and it was just weird. Horses. I don't the even horses, know what it was. Dead horses. And he was like, that's weird. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe it was like a prank. Really? I thought it was a prank. Yeah. yeah. But by whoever was like in charge of that, like the TV um, station that night. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think much of it later, but I was unsettled. So I was like, that was weird. And then I went to see the movie like a few months later and be like, oh, oh my God, God, that's the freaking video that I saw. Like... I wasn't a stroke. That was actually a thing. <laughs> so I remember being very unsettled. And if I'm unsettled, it means everyone else is having nightmares, probably. Mm-hmm. But the movie scared the crap out of me. That's a scary movie. Yeah. I mean, it is. Well, I like it. It holds. I, yeah, see, and but I'm with you that I don't think that it stays scary. Because I I probably... So I, I just rewatched it this past week mm-hmm. and the sequel. Um and Which is not as it's good. probably maybe the fourth or fifth time that I've seen the original, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And I, it, I don't know if it's just a product of like, well, you you know everything that's mm-hmm. coming, nothing's a surprise. The you're kind of maybe mm-hmm. uh, desensitized to some of the yeah. images that were really jarring or, or mm-hmm. troubling the first time around. But I, I don't think that it stayed very scary but I, I think that that's probably true for most scary movies yeah I mean I did you know they get less scary the more times you watch them you know that's yeah. inevitable yeah. yeah it's a compelling story yeah I think that I think it holds up really well it yeah it. yeah it hasn't it doesn't you're like oh like 2002 horror movie like oh it's such crap like no it it, it is that as was scary long, as anything that was being a long made while now. ago yeah, yeah. Nice, almost mm-hmm. two almost decades 20, almost yeah. 20 years Ooh, and that movie is still, is still mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. yeah and um, yeah, I don't know. I liked, I really enjoyed how the director, I think it was the director who did this, who like just had intermittently like images from the the tape in the movie, like mm-hmm. randomly. And yeah. you'd be like, 
Oh. Like, what did I just see? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of jarred. Yeah. Um, so that's something I really appreciated. And I like that. Like, um, my, I'm a fangirl of Mike Flanagan who does that. Mm-hmm. He, do, he does, like, a short little... Uh, Wait, let's get yeah. a time mark. How long did it take her to mention Mike Flanagan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 31, 31 minutes. 31 minutes. <laughs> but he'll just, he does that. Like, yeah. he'll show... And I know there's so many other directors yeah. as well that'll mm-hmm. just, like have a flash of something that you're like, oh, what did I just see? Did I just see what I thought I saw? I don't really know. Mm -hmm. Well, and I won't, like, you know, go into it at length too much, because like you said, it's not that great, but the the sequel, I mean, the the thing that is good about the sequel that's kind of impressive is they did get Naomi Watts back, and then the same actor playing her son Aiden back, and so Uh it wasn't one of those where, like, we're making a second one with none of the same performers, or Mm -hmm. we recasted this or whatever. It did feel like it was... um, like a serious effort to make a movie that was as high quality as the first because they they put forth this same cast and they were like mm-hmm. really going for it. Um, yeah. Obviously, it wasn't as great, but it is worth noting. Sissy Spacek is in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and That's so true. like in that teeny tiny role as Samara's birth mother. Um, oh. But uh, she's she's amazing. I know. I don't think I watched the second one. Yeah, I don't think I watched. It yeah, either. it's it's not. I mean, like Samara kind of ends up possessing Aiden. Like it yeah. loses it loses the Original the purity story. of what Samara's curse actually was and how it operated, mm-hmm. and just kind of goes off the rails with like now she's just a demon doing whatever the hell she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you know that's fine, but it doesn't. It's it's not as high quality a story or a concept as the original. As the original. Mm-hmm. And then, but then like the the sequel that they made year, like years later, I think it, it was maybe like 2016 or Is 17. The rings. It was just called rings. Rings. Plural. Yeah. With mm-hmm. Nova, that one I did really like. I didn't watch that one. It um it tried to it, it continued to kind of follow Samara's backstory and mm-hmm. like dig more into the history behind it, and it had um was it Johnny Galecki, mm-hmm. the kid from Roseanne that was on Big Bang Theory. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, he's yeah. In it. He's in it. Not he's not the main character, but he's in it. And um, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, and he I find him creepy no matter what he's doing. He's so. in all of Sony. Oh, I love them. Yeah. So I feel like if you're going to watch a sequel, the more recent one is better than the one they made immediately after. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do like the effort that they made. I I saw it in the theater and didn't watch it since for the set. ring. Well, I have it on DVD if you ever want to borrow it. Sounds great. (laughs) Sounds great. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So, oh, Lorena. So it was really interesting because I love the ring and I love a ghost story and I really like I wanted there was I knew that it was the remake from the Ringo the 1998 Japanese movie I knew that that was you know so then I tried it I wanted to see exactly what was going on with that so it actually started as a book and it's Koji Suzuki he's the one that Mm -hmm. actually introduced Sadako that's her name Sadako Samara that's Oh, I thought you were saying Sudoku, like he created Sudoku? the game. No, I got real I excited the there book, for a minute. But I've never read it. So it's it is interesting, like you know, it becomes it's a book, then it comes Ringo, you see Sadako, Samara, and then between, just like it was remade in the United States, it was remade in Korea, it was remade in Thai in Thailand. So we only see three movies. There's like up to like ten movies that are with the ring and the backstory of of Sadako and Samara and all these things and everybody kind of like, you know, adds up something to it. Um, it's interesting just to read like the stories, but I didn't think that it was like as scary as the first one. So then I'm trying to think, okay, so how true is this? Because uh, I do remember like my Japanese um, friend, 
she was telling me about ghost stories. And I'm like, okay, so how true is this, you know, this, uh, this phenomenon of Sadako? So it was really interesting, actually. It was based on a story long time ago. So according to what I read and found out, um, there's a castle in Japan. It's called Himeji Castle, and it's um, located in Western Japan. If you look at the castle, it's in a beautiful mountain. It's just kind of like a very idyllic photographic scene. And the story goes back to like 1333 and 1346. So Himeji Castle is the home of this samurai lord. And one of the servants in the house is named Okiko. And actually, you know, she's a servant. She lives in the dungeons. And as she's doing her thing, the samurai lord, which is like Tessan Oyama, falls in love with her. And he's like, you must be mine. She's like, no, I don't want to be yours. And he's like, you have to. I'm going to leave my wife. And she's like, no, I don't want to. I just want to be a maid. So he decides, you have, you were going to be mine because I said so. One Toxic of, masculinity. I'm Ew, telling you. Wow. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. So the poor thing is actually, it was sad because she was like a dungeon maid. And I'm like, okay, that is just so sad. And one of her chores was to count uh, skulls, skulls. <laughs> but it was golden plates. And I'm like, okay, so you went all the way from the dungeons to the dining room and counted this 10 golden plates made out of solid gold. And she would count them every day, one till ten. So, of course, the Sounds asshole. Sounds like a pretty short uh, task. That was one of the things in between probably like dumping pee and like doing some <laughs> of the crazy things that you would do as a dungeon. Like, I mean, would you like, you know, just... Feed the rats. I don't know <laughs> what dungeon maids do. The poor thing. I was like, I'm gonna go count my plates. So, the poor thing will go up and count and count the plates, and then the samurai lord says, "Well, you're either gonna be mine or you're gonna be mine." So he hides actually one of the plates, and when she goes up to count them, there's like a missing one golden plate. Uh-oh. So that's when the story splits. So there's different variants. One is that when he hit the plates. She became so scared and she knew that they were going to, you know, punish her that she actually jumps into a well. And you can see it. There's a well at the bottom of the castle. There's a big well that he and she dies. The other story is that since he couldn't have her, he actually is the one that throws her into the into the well. And that's when the story actually begins. So then the story goes that she will come out of the well after she dies. She will come out of the well and will go into his room and scream the whole night. And then mm. he became, you know, he was just crazy. That's some good payback. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then the poor thing will go. Then they will hear her also counting her guts and plates. She will be like, one plate, two plates, five. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the inspiration for the count of Sesame Street. Uh, uh, like, uh, I was like uh, thinking, uh, 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 <laughs> ten plates, uh, 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 nine plates, where's, where's the tenth plate? <laughs> and the first time, and I was like, okay, so that was the whole thing. The interesting thing is just like you look at the picture of the wells, beautiful well, but it's like completely covered. They have like bars. So just, you know, it's either what to stop her from coming out of the well or to stop other people to trying to save her or throwing themselves at the well. But that was inter- that was that was really interesting. The other interesting thing is that the way that we see the ring, the way that we see Samara, the long hair, the the uh the robes and all this watery thing is you know how like it looks like she's underwater. It's actually hold on. Ah, I forgot the name. Hold on. I am looking. Uh, it is the depiction of um, it's a depiction of the Japanese ghost. 
actually every single Japanese go goes that you will see, it looks like it looks like her. Um, so they are called jurei, jurei. So the jurei are actually ghosts that have died under, um, you know, like unknown circumstances, and mm -hmm. they don't have peace. So they come out. It's and then look for you know for 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 peace or resolution. So that was really interesting because then I was looking at all the all the uh, pictures of all Japanese ghosts, and you can actually see it. It was really That's interesting. Oh, okay. Well, it's a picture of the well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And the castle is just like yeah. amazing. It's really pretty. That was one of the things. And the other thing which was like super interesting was that actually um, the whole thing of, you know, how like at the end we, we find out that Samara actually creates the tape with the power, you know, with her mind, right? That's how mm -hmm. she creates the tape. So actually that was what is called thought photography. Thought, thought which, photography. Which they, in my recap, I didn't mm -hmm. mention, but she, um, Katie says they, her boyfriend, they try to like tape a football game or something mm -hmm. at the uh, Shelter Mountain Inn and mm -hmm. it didn't work. Yeah. And Noah mm -hmm. says it too, where he was yeah. like, there's no whatever track on the tape that mm -hmm. shows whatever machine mm -hmm. created it. It's mm -hmm. just yeah. not there. And he was like, it's That's like being impossible. born without being, being born without fingerprints is like yeah. the, that is a thing. It's like impossible. Yeah. So, and then she says, oh, but then we like tried to like watch the game and then we watched that mm -hmm. whatever was that video yeah so it was so uh, it was actually um in the 19th century they actually thought that photography and it which is not to be confused with spirit photography which because spirit photography is about ghosts so they thought that actually the image if whatever image that you will see into an eye it will get to the retina to a to to a plate and they will like have a picture so they try to figure that out it's like oh this is possible and then somebody did it but then they debunk it but it was actually for a for a few years they were trying to um explore that because they did believe that it was possible for you to mm -hmm. imprint something in another medium which they tried in the alienist they attempted mm -hmm. that when they were trying to like you know figure out what a victim in the in the book in the show mm -hmm. They're like, we are trying to figure out what the victim last saw. Yeah. So we're, they were trying to do that. And of course it didn't work because it's not. Yeah, but it's not. not but thing. Thing. Well, that was, wasn't it with a, there were, it was a dead body and they mm -hmm. were, yeah, they mm -hmm. were trying yeah. to recreate the last thing that would have been. And this is what you're describing as a living person trying to, yes. with their mind, they create will, an image in their mind yes. and project it onto do something. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. And okay. yeah. Yeah. It was actually, it was interesting because it was like, you know, done in the universities and I'm like, quite interesting. So yeah. It's based on somewhat true story. <laughs> somewhat. Like and somewhat true story. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like I've seen like stuff where like people are like, yeah, I've done that. Like, but back in the um, Houdini type era mm -hmm. where obviously it's not probably is not real, like no, a real thing, not. but it seems like it'd be plausible, you know, back then you'd be mm -hmm. like, well. You know, Let's you're like you're like a medium, and you're talking to ghosts. Why not? You know, why couldn't <laughs> we project yeah. our thoughts onto well, something? You no, know, it could have been considered science back then. Now we laugh at it, but imagine the poor things. This can be done. I know. <laughs> I mean, you never know until you try it. So I don't know. Uh, mm. Well, they didn't have TV, so 
they had to be creative. That was very interesting. <laughs> I need to revisit the old, well, the Ringo, the 1998 one yeah. um, movie. So really, it has a different feeling because I did watch the original and then I watched the, and then I watched, you know, the ring and it's kind of, it's a different feeling. It's, um, some of those scenes are recreated, uh, you know, like exactly. And the other ones are kind of like different, like the mom, you know, Naomi Watts character doesn't really have that much of um, an impact on the movie. It's more of the Noah character that goes around. Mm. Also, the Japanese kid is so much cuter than the American one because yeah. he looks like a freaking alien. I'm sorry, yeah, but Aiden, it's really... Yeah, he looks like he's de- detoxing from something. Something, like, like yeah. you are a leprechaun. He already looks like a little ghost boy. Yeah. He's not. He yeah. just lives in Seattle. Right. Like, he just doesn't get any sunshine. It's not his fault. Just in case, sorry, Seattle listeners. We don't think everybody looks It's okay. Like we don't have any Seattle listeners. Well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. But, I mean, just come on. You, y'all know you're not tan, right? I know. <laughs> but who am I to judge? Look at me. Yeah, I'm no, like I'm, fair. Yeah, no, I'm either white or I'm burnt. Pale, pale Those face. are my two. No, I mean, the Japanese kid was so cute. He was, like, so chubby with his little tiny shorts. And, of course, then he becomes evil. But he was cute for a while. That's fine. I need to revisit. I watched it in, like, college and have kind of forgotten. But it didn't even seem, like, in the American version, it seemed more like, oh, we have, like, oh, time's running out. And mm-hmm. people seemed like the freaking urgency, out. Yeah. There's more yeah. urgency in the ring goo. They're like, yeah, oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's like, let's figure it. Let's, yeah. let's try to figure this out. I'm like, really? We'll work on like, that you tomorrow. You have days. I <laughs> oh my god. Seven days. But I did like that. I mean, and then the grudge. You know, of course, there's the grudge, and then there's dark water, and all the ones that yeah. come afterwards. Shutter. Shutter. Forest. Oh, shutter. I love the shutter. Mm-hmm. Shutter was tight. Forest. Though. The forest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see the remake? Like in the past few years of mm-hmm. the grudge. No. There was a remake. Oh, I think I watched it. Came out in a, f- a few years. Like maybe even last 2019. Was honestly. it a movie or was it like a limited it a series? It was a movie. Oh. It was and pretty the good. The grudge is also based on a true story. On the grudge. On the Japanese story. the grudge. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so good. It's so crazy. But I have a really weird question. So randomly I would call my friends back then and then just say seven days and then hang up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a jerk. I know. But <laughs> now you I can am. because now I wanna say it's like seven days for you what? Renew your car insurance. Seven days. <laughs> Have you looked into your car warranty? <laughs> I wanted to say that so bad. I was like, Shut up. Yeah. My question is, if you were given the curse mm-hmm. and you had to pass on the curse, mm-hmm. who would you give it to? That's interesting because that's the the whole the opening sequence from the the second the sequel the sequel is a high school boy trying to pass it on mm-hmm. and it's not like because the first thing is like well obviously you'd like give it to somebody you hate or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. but there it's not that simple because you have to be able to convince them to do this thing to like watch they, it. yeah to make this copy and to watch it you can't just do it to them and so it'd be easy to pick somebody that you were like, ah, I want to curse that person. But it has to be somebody that you would be able to coax into doing this. Well, she's coaxing into watching it. 
Yeah. Once they watch it, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to do anything. Because Because you just give it to them and they watch it and then that's it. Yeah. She got rid of the curse very early on, unknowingly. But she she had Noah watch it. But there was also the the thing that they kind of abandoned in the sequel that they implied in the first one that you had to make a copy of the tape and then show it to someone. Yes. Whereas in the second one, they kind of ditch that where it's just like, Mm -hmm. you just need to show it to someone else. Like the whole copying and reproducing the tape doesn't doesn't continue. Well, it's supposed to spread like a virus. Yeah. It was a virus. You know, later on, it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be a virus. They even explain how how she gets to kill everybody. It's all this thing. Because everyone dies of like, a heart attack. It's a heart failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heart yeah. failure. Which is funny because I actually just finished watching, um, finally, the um, Slenderman documentary on HBO. Mm-hmm. And they talk it. a lot in that documentary about how these internet, um, like the creepypastas mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. Oh, I love how it creepy acts pasta. as a virus. I like it, the How pasta. it is an intellectual virus. And, intellectual and virus. the way that it moves through like populations, especially of young people. Mm-hmm. Um, That's yeah. like, um, that was my master's thesis. Was one it? of the, my first one. I know I'm bragging, but it's my first one. It my, was about um, believing in urban like folklore and things are not true. And then how it impacts people's, feeling of security mm-hmm. and then um voting how they vote for different people yeah. who will say oh, like wow. oh you're in danger you know like different parties of people of and, and um, the fear. different mm-hmm. reforms in prison mm-hmm. like hard on crime well i feel like someone's gonna go uh they're flashing their lights behind me because it's a gang initiation yeah. <laughs> or um, there's someone hanging out behind my car and they're gonna slash my my Achilles tendon because they want to, you know, <laughs> steal my car at the mall. Because did you remember that that urban legend where that was like went around for like years that mm-hmm. that was happening? And did you hear about the people doing that at uh, the shopping center? And I'm and like, like, that's okay. not a thing. Mm-hmm. That is an urban legend. See, and I, <laughs> now thing. I wish that we were just contending with those kinds of stories because now we literally have people that are like, the earth is flat. Yeah, um, that's so you know, like simple. we've leveled up. To people believing Katie, stupid stuff. We're trying to gain listeners. We can't, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are alienating all our flat earther. I'm sorry, listeners. flat earther <laughs> listeners. Um, you're entitled to your beliefs. No, stay flat. Stay you're flat. Not stay a, flat. Stay you're flat. Not, you're flat. not entitled to our beliefs. <laughs> Turn off our podcast. Just joking. Okay. <laughs> we don't need listeners that bad. I know. So the question is, who would you curse? Oh, who would we curse? Who? Donald Trump. Can I do that? Yeah, but how are you going to get him to watch it? You got to get him to watch it. Actually, it's not that hard to get him to watch it. It's not that hard to get him to watch it. Put it on Fox News. Not only that, (gasps) Abby. I just put it on Fox News. Can we just, like, hack it? Yes. Get them all. One fell swoop. Newsmax. That's the other one. Newsmax. Fox News. Newsmax seems like the worst one. Oh, that thing is... um, Let's That's just propaganda that. network. Yeah. We might we might actually be losing listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry, fine. but that is a rabbit hole. You know what? Yeah. We're just doing this for fun. Yeah. And we don't have any advertising. And so did whatever. I mention we're in the San Francisco <laughs> Bay Area? None of this should come as a surprise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hello. Where's the tweet? Let me hug it. Um, <laughs> uh, I, well, Donald so, Trump. So, who would you curse? Like, do you have an answer in mind? Because you're being really pushy on getting our answers. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Mitch McConnell will be the second. But like, okay, how about but someone you know that you could yeah, like I don't know. really actually feasibly get no, them to yeah. watch it. I think that back. I don't know. No, I don't think like, I don't like somebody that much. To back when them. I was actually thinking about this, I only remembered this question back from 2002. Like, who would you curse after yeah. watching the movie? And it was just like. 
So there's probably people like who I would, would I find? Like, <laughs> I know, but no one. You dumped me. Hmm. Ew. <laughs> you deserve a heart attack. <laughs> Here's for you. Twenty-one year old heart attack. Heart attack. <laughs> no, I think I was just like, who would I find? Go. I I was like, oh, I'll go to, you know, show the video to some serial killer or someone mm-hmm. hor- who's a horrible person who's yeah. like a child yeah. molester or something. Or you horrible. need to find someone you know? that like. But I'm like, you have, have to have any access. problem passing it on. Because that's the only thing is that, like, what? You have to be a sociopath. Um, it was like, with It Follows, no because problem. that was the problem with the main character is that she didn't want to pass it on to anyone else. She was yeah. too good of a person. She's a good person. And so you need to give it to somebody that will have no qualms about passing it on. But because then, it follows, because then, yeah, but in, in this too, like, if I, so this is if the I it show. It follows quandary yeah. that we are revisiting a little bit. Because with this movie, like, if you show it to someone that you know is moral enough that they're not going to be willing to risk someone else, then you have essentially killed them. Of course. But if you really don't want to kill somebody, then you need to show it to somebody that you know will be willing to show it to someone else. Of course. But then that's the thing. I mean, do you give it, do you, this, the, so you give it to somebody that you just hate and you just want dead and then yeah, that's it? Yeah, yeah. Or do you give it to somebody that you know is going to be altruistic enough to make yeah. another one and save it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I will give it to the person I hate and the one dead. That's it. I will and actually re- do it in jail like all the, all the child molesters and rapists. <gasps> and they would be like, it's the showtime. That's it. Yeah. Well, and then in, they in Ringu, she shows her parents the, um, the, person who's the reporter person the like the mom. My parents. she goes and shows her parents does she hate parents. her parents no she doesn't show her, she doesn't hate her parents but she's like i just need to pass this on to someone to buy us more time and then they'll show it to somebody like she just was like so I she thought she was gonna on. solve the problem and she just needed time yes okay i feel like yeah, that's see, i don't have happened. my com- confidence in my ability to break a, a japanese uh-huh. curse that's like set 1200 <gasps> years old oh hell no so i'm just gonna give it to somebody I mean, that i don't care yeah. My parents, I mean, I will have to actually have to walk them through the whole process of making another one. And then they're like, they're like Lorena, it froze again. And then I will be first back. And then we'll be like, you still have seven days. And I'm like, you're like, like no. stop turning the volume down. Why She's like, I thought I did it. I, I pressed record. It's not the one. It's, the uh, TiVo's now working the Reina. I will shoot myself it's rather than that. And again. I was like, you know what? Let's. I'm just, I'm just going to shoot myself. It's actually it. the game we were trying to yes, record right. and not. The cursed like, video. It's not in Spanish. I'm like, but just watch it. None of it's There's no dialogue. No one's talking. Oh, don't worry. They will There's try to no... find out a talking. I think she's talking. Siete días. Que dice, que dice. I'm like, oh my God, no. No. <laughs> I couldn't do it to my parents. I could not do it to my parents. So Mm-mm. that's who she shows it to in Ringu. Yeah. yeah. In The Ring, there's also was... Um, there were deleted scenes, and it had Chris, uh, Chris Klein, and he played like a child molester, serial killer type mm-hmm. character. His scenes were entirely deleted. Yeah. Um, but of course, Naomi wants Rachel is uh, an investigative mm-hmm. reporter, and mm-hmm. she's talking to him and and like writing a story about him. And she, at the very beginning of the movie, and then she like her niece dies, and she goes and deals with that stuff, and then like she goes and investigates that. And at the end, she's coming into like the prison, and she's like, "I have something you uh, I want to want you to watch." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the yeah, because they don't show you who, like you said, it ends after Aiden goes. What's going to mm-hmm. happen to the person that we show it to? Yeah, and you don't know. So in mm-hmm. the movie, it was not shown; it was deleted because mm-hmm. I had the DVD, of course. Because I'm probably one of those people 
one of the two million people that bought it, yeah. like mm-hmm. in the first 24 hours. But it shows her, she's coming in, she has the tape. I can't remember, is it her purse or she's holding it? And she's like, I want to show you something. Yeah. And then that's the end. Mm. So you assume as a viewer, like, okay, she showed this to somebody who is known to have killed children mm-hmm. and been like a horrible person. Mm-hmm. And um, you're like, as a viewer, you're like, I'm okay with yeah. that. And that's, that's what makes this an easier curse than it follows, because when he dies, it's not like it rebounds back to you. Yeah. No, you've passed it on, and, and you're, you're done. And you're good no matter what happens after that point. You're it's done. It's not like you have to keep that person alive in order to keep yourself yeah. off the hook. Yeah. This is not totally a different. venereal disease, so you can no. get it again. It's not you your BD situation. It's not, you just pass it on and move it's on. It's a... Eyeball disease. <laughs> eyeball. <laughs> eyeball the heart disease. <laughs> it's a one time. It's a one time only. It's like, bye. Okay. Well. Yeah, I guess we don't have an answer to your question. Sorry. I don't know. Back to yeah. die. I just put a lot of thought into it back uh, then. I'm not an People who person. victimized who rape and murder. So I feel like that's a, you know what? If we get hate mail because of that, you know what? Yeah, you yeah. can bite me. I feel like that's okay. Uh, I if we, if we. I would be concerned how they got an address to mail us anything. Yet. Okay, first, so first yeah, of all, I would be happy we got mail, just in you know general mail. That you never great. know, right? And then, I mean, I guess if it's hate mail, you can just yeah. go for it. If it's hate mail, it's fine. It's whatever. Fine. I, I think I've been hated <laughs> before. I can handle it. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah okay. me too. So, I don't know. I love The Ring. I would recommend it to anyone who's, like, diving into the horror genre. It's PG-13. Oh, yeah. yeah. Should I do my parent bit? Yes. My parent, parent notes? Bit. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so as Meredith just mentioned, it is PG-13, mm-hmm. and this is um, something that... I feel like th- this was the kind of the beginning of an era where we started to see a lot of really, really, really terrifying movies mm-hmm. with this PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because the MPAA only cares about cussing mm-hmm. and tits. Yeah, that's it. And so if there's no nipples, there's no sex, that. and there's no F-bombs, mm-hmm. then a 13-year-old can see it. It doesn't matter if you're traumatized forever. your eyes will be burned open for 6 to 12 months. Or you pee in the bed again. You're, yeah, you're, you become a bed wetter <laughs> mm-hmm. until you're 25. Exactly. Like, none of that matters as and long as there racist. are no nipples. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so, because what they describe, the MPAA describes the rating, the basis for the rating as thematic elements, disturbing images. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. Katie with her, like, mind in the closet. Yeah. My her head face, falling I mean. off and may, yeah. She's um, like, like You know, it really is very reminiscent of the Munch scream painting, the way that their, like, lower jaw is distended uh, and their, like, mouth mm-hmm. is, yeah. you know, super wide open. But anyway. It's just so, very, yeah. like, unnatural. Very, yeah. very unnatural. Unpleasant. So yeah, disturbing images, language, and some drug references. Was that? I don't know. Even was that drug oh, she like? said, uh, Katie at the beginning. Becca goes, but ask your mom where she hides her Vicodin or yeah. something like oh, that. Oh wow! So they're concerned about that. That's what the what they're concerned the about. Vicodin. You know what? Big pharma with their <laughs> Vicodin. You're just alienating more listeners. The anti-vaxxers are just turning us off now. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. They like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's okay. right. Yes. No, I mean, but that's I really, so we honestly, though, listeners. I think that's the only, like, reference yeah, I can it's, think of. it's tiny. Yeah. Um, and I remember years ago seeing, um, 
you know, kind of like an op-ed type uh, article about um, the the way the United States is about uh, media that is in such contrast to most other countries mm-hmm. in the world. Oh, for um, sure. And yeah. they, they actually claimed that it was the, because our country was uh, founded by Puritans. Yeah. Yes. And so like that, that's mm-hmm. like the, the basis of for this course. attitude. And I'm, I'm kind of a, a perfect example of this when I'm like, you know, deciding mm-hmm. what to show my kids and everything is it's like, okay, well people are getting their heads blown off, but mm-hmm. are people fucking? Yes. Are they not fucking? Okay. We can watch them get their heads blown off. Oh, that's fine. That's okay. And so our threshold for violence and blood and gore and everything of what we consider appropriate is much higher. And our threshold for what is appropriate in terms of the human form it's- and natural Mm-hmm. human interactions of the sexual nature mm-hmm. is like zero. We do yeah. not tolerate that at all. And Definitely. so I think that that's reflected in how the MPA like issues these these ratings. And, and Lorraine and I probably relate to this. Like mm-hmm. I lived in Europe when I was a kid and to me seeing someone nude on TV was no not. big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was not a thing. I was like, okay. And then it. people here are like flipping out mm-hmm. over like mm-hmm. a nipple. And I was like, like I didn't yeah. understand it. it. Now I kind of back to that in that mindset though. Yeah, we, really. we've rebrainwashed you. I've been rebrainwashed to be yeah. like, oh, Do you go, oh my god, <laughs> I have the papers. Oh, <laughs> I just say the whole, you know, the uh, gratuitous nudity. I'm like, okay, why are we watching this? Okay, doesn't. Yeah, there can't be like natural organic nudity, but we're ah! we're gonna have like some like Victoria's Secret big, you know, augmented. Out of the blue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just never, I just, I don't get it. That's anyway. Like- um, and then, so on the IMDb rating for it, uh, the only category where it got a severe rating was in the, quote, frightening and intense scenes. So obviously well, yeah. that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Common Sense Media did review it um, and it gave it a rating. Parents said 14 and up, kids said 12 and up, and mm-hmm. the website said 16 and up because mm-hmm. they're typically more conservative. Um, so that that's all of the official like ratings of it mm-hmm. and everything. So one of the unexpert Katie, <laughs> yeah, parent my, opinion, my expertise. So yeah. uh, Grace watched this for the first time probably in the past year. So I would say she was probably eleven when she saw it for the first time. She does have a you know enough horror movies under her belt that she recognized this was mm-hmm. quite scary, but it did not keep her up at night. Um, but I also don't think it was one of her favorites because mm-hmm. when I asked her if she wanted to rewatch oh, it dear. with me for um, this recording, she's like, no, nah, I'm okay. Um, and I can't, I think I might have, she might have watched the sequel with me mm-hmm. the first time as well. I can't really remember. So maybe that's where I lost her. She mm-hmm. like remembered how crappy the sequel was. And, yeah. and really, and you can blame her. Yeah. 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 Oh, poor girl. Um, but yeah, so that's in terms of parents um, showing this series. I would say this would be one that I wouldn't wouldn't recommend to most parents to no. show to their younger kids, unless their younger kids are big time horror movie mm-hmm. watchers, have seen a lot of them, and like have a high threshold for scariness because this mm-hmm. is really really scary. Yeah. There's like no other things you know I would warn them about. Like there is, there's no boobies, there's no sex mm-hmm. scenes, there's mm-hmm. no swearing, there's you know there's nothing. But it is really really scary, well, and your kid. Yeah. Will will have nightmares or they won't, you know, be able to fall asleep. Like, I mean, this shouldn't yeah. be the one that you're going to pop the scary cherry, right? Like, no, no, no. You need to work your way up to this. Yeah, you don't want to be like, let's sit here and watch horror movies now. Yeah. No, you want to do that. So we're all done with Spongebob. Now we're going to the ring. Sit oh tight. <laughs> I mean, if I show this, sh- my daughter is start, sort of starting to, like, dive into, like, Coraline and now she's getting into the macabre and I'm like, 
freaking finally. And she's 10? She's mm-hmm. 11. She's 11. These okay. are very, like, young mm-hmm. children and, they're, and how they view, like, how they can handle stuff. They're not and jaded like my daughter. Not at all. My, <laughs> and my nine-year-old would, I feel like he'd die. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he would look like Katie in the closet. He would look like Katie in the oh closet. No, he'd be... He'd be like Michael Scott. Like, I need a little ottoman at the end of your bed, mom. And then sleep. (laughs) Sleep at the end of the bed. And definitely, if I showed him that movie, he'd be like terrified. I mean, Peter Pettigrew from Harry Potter Potter. scared the crap out of him for months. I had to like go under the bed and like check for Peter Pettigrew because he was sure he was under the bed. (laughs) So I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no way. Like, I'm not... And your, your boys both watched it, right? We watched it, yeah. They actually liked it a lot. They thought it was so scary. And then we had a lot of, you know, like, they asked a whole bunch of questions. And I'm like, okay, questions at the end of the movie. I do not want to be interrupted Zip while it. I'm screaming Zip my eyes out. Yeah. So, and about how old were they when they watched it for the oh first time? Oh, my God. So, they're 13 and 11. And probably when they were 12 and 10, yeah. probably. But that's when we started... Actually, we started to watch movies, and then there were such a-holes because they didn't want to watch the movies I had to watch. So in between, I just started putting movies that will scare the crap out of them, and The Ring was one so of them. So it was punitively. You totally. showed it to them. I was like, sit down, and we're going to watch punishment. it. Do your homework, or I'm going to make yes. you watch this terrifying like, movie. Sit here. I was like, it's either Star Wars or The Ring. The Ring. You have no idea. So they scream, and You're of course, like, it was like, chumps. Yeah. But now they're like, chumps. <laughs> I'm gonna watch you. Yeah. Gonna watch I mean, now they watch. Yeah. Other well, and it's it's also a good foundational one for if you're gonna launch into the scary movie spoof movies because the ring oh, is one yeah. of them. Yes, and I think true. that's how like we sold it. Oh, so you can understand that whole you know tidbit yeah. of the lady. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good for a little bit. Well, I th- well, I think one thing that I really enjoyed about the ring was aside from the very last scenes with Noah finally seeing what everyone else is experiencing mm-hmm. y- you're imagining it like and yeah. always what you're imagining in your head is usually way worse what yeah. they could mm-hmm. ever show you in a movie yeah. and it's like way more terrifying so um yeah the undefined yeah. is more frightening and i think mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. the basis of why everyone hated the end of it is because Pennywise and it was like the most terrifying thing in the world because you couldn't, you didn't know what he was. He was like this anomaly and you mm-hmm. could explain it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, he's a big fat spider. I mean, but that, yeah, yeah, like you don't, we don't like spiders, but I mean, really? But that was, and people it. hated that oh, ending. I know. Yeah. And it's, I think it is like if it's ambiguous, it's unknown, it's mysterious, that's way more scary. But then when you quantify it, yeah. you know, then you're like, oh, okay, well. Well, he was an ancient creature. Yeah. I mean, you know this, of course, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you define, how do you yeah. defeat something that's ancient and has like a wealth of knowledge that you don't have? Well, you rip open its belly and pull its heart out. Well, yeah, duh. Yeah, I think it's always, it's better when it's half of, you know, like when your imagination is the one that actually yeah. directing the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. you get a little bit and then your imagination just takes you to all different places. And I, yeah. I always, that's why I always like a good story in a, mm-hmm. in a scary movie. Like a good story 
and just make you think. Well, like yeah. like your boyfriend Mike Flanagan, like his big mm-hmm. thing about the things out of the corner of your eye, yeah, in the yeah. corner of the screens, like just mm-hmm. little hints, and you're not really sure what you saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that mystery makes it way scarier. It's it like does. a flash of something. Yeah, and you're like, did mm-hmm. I just see what mm-hmm. the hell was that? And yeah. you rewind, and you're like, ah, oh. like <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it was there. No, usually I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. But I mean, but I have to say, it's <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> I, have it, I have to give it to him because now when we watch like scary movies, I'm like, I'm watching them, and then. The guys are, the boys are like, did you see that? And I'm like, what happened? And it was like, right. And it was, they always catch something in the mm-hmm. background because now they know to look after watching the You'll con- see, yeah, like, yeah. in The Haunting of Hill House, there's, mm-hmm. like, a face. Yes. Sometimes. So like, randomly. Things, yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And then you don't realize, subconsciously, you are very unsettled and you didn't know why. And yeah. then it's like that. And then you go back why. to that. Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate, I always appreciate those little tiny Details. Well, we'll see what he comes up with because he's, he's coming up with this new show. So hopefully it'll be oh, good. I can't remember actually. I want to say like Midnight Train, but I could just be making that up. <laughs> I don't remember the <laughs> and title. And now you're a writer. <laughs> now I'm a writer. No, I think it's, I feel like it's a show that has like standalone episodes that are like scary, but oh, I'm not really like sure. Hmm. Kind of, I feel like, but I could be wrong. I just read like a little short article about it. Yeah. So I don't really know. Well, I think that was a great discussion. If you haven't checked out The Ring, it's like, it came out in 2002. So mm-hmm. get, I don't it's know what time. you've been doing. It's time to do it. Exactly. <laughs> do it. And you need to, Katie. Yeah. You need to watch The Grudge. I, I do. Well, maybe we'll pick it for an, an episode someday and mm-hmm. I will watch it and I'll have like a, like the perspective of someone to. who has seen Never it for the first it. time just then, mm-hmm. you yes. know, so I'm not trying to recall how it felt like the first how time it I saw it because it'll be new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But our next one is not going to be The Grudge no. because no. it's summertime. We are because. launching a summertime project of the Conjuring universe. Yay. We're diving into Ed and Lorraine War- Warren charlatan swindlers in real life <laughs> no they were not they were are you for real but love story for the ages on oh. screen Vera Farmiga and other guy Patrick Wilson yeah Patrick Wilson that was the best <laughs> watch him Although, little children he will, he will always be in the Watchmen I loved him in the Watchmen oh, I loved him in Phantom he was raw oh, in the Phantom of the I Opera movie so oh you can see oh, such a dreamy watch. man okay, okay oh, so sorry. we will be starting with the first Conjuring movie. Yeah. The, the Conjuring. First Conjuring. The Conjuring. The Conjuring. The Orridge. Yeah, the, the OG. One. And we're going to do that this summer. So follow along. We're, I feel like uh, we're re- revisiting and talking mm-hmm. about the Ed and Lorraine Warren universe. And yeah. it should be and a really good one. If you've seen most of them, go back and watch them again. If there's some that you've missed... Go watch. You know, maybe at the at the head of the next episode, we'll actually we can make a recap of all the movies the universe encompasses, mm-hmm. uh, so that you know, because there may be some people don't realize. Yeah, like I just watched La Llorona. La Llorona. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will say that in a different way that won't make me hate myself. <laughs> La Llorona. La Llorona. La Llorona. That's why I don't watch it. I can't watch that whole episode. I can't. I cannot watch this after this. Okay. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I might give it a try. Give I it might. a try. Okay. Let's but anyway, the next episode, it's The Conjuring. Ta-da. So watch it. The Conjuring. Bye. 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 Bye.